Good morning, everyone. My name is Hunter Barrel, Press Secretary for Minister Jeremy Nixon. Happy to be here today with Minister Nixon of Seniors, Community, and Social Services. We'd like to introduce him and have him share a few remarks. Excellent. Uh, well, thank you, everyone, for, for being here today. And uh, pleased to be able to be here on behalf of our Premier, uh, Daniel Smith, and, and our government, and uh, as the uh, new Minister of Alberta Seniors, uh, Community, and Social Services. Uh, first of all, I'd like to thank by, uh, start by thanking the Calgary Food Bank uh, for hosting us here today and your dedication to fighting hunger uh, in our communities. I'd also like to thank Food Banks Alberta as well as the uh, uh, FCSS for uh, their support and uh, for them being here as well. Uh, I'd also like to thank the countless volunteers that are involved in our community, not just through uh, food banks, but through our not-for-profit organizations in addressing hunger and the challenges that we see in our community. Without your uh, assistance, we wouldn't be able to meet the great need that's out there in our communities. Um, I wasn't going to do this, but I'm going to start with a personal story because I think it, uh, it shows the importance of the work that's being done here. I remember, I don't remember, but I remember my parents telling this story because I was so small. Uh, one night they looked in the fridge before they went to go to bed and it was empty. And they sat at the table and had a conversation about how they were going to feed their family the next day. And they didn't know how. They prayed and they went to bed. And then in the, uh, in the evening, uh, after they had gone to sleep, they got a phone call. And the phone call said, go to your front door. And my dad was a bit hot-headed, so he said a few colorful words on the phone and, and went back to bed. And the phone rang again, and it said, go to the front door. So dad, again, being hot-headed, raced down to the front door to give whoever was at the front door a piece of his mind. And there on the front steps and all the way down the walk was food. And he didn't have to worry the next day about how he was going to feed his family. And that, this is why we're here today. Nobody should have to worry about how they're going to feed their kids and their family. And uh, nobody should have to worry about going hungry in a community that's as prosperous as Alberta. So this is important. Over the past few months, Alberta has faced an affordability crisis that they haven't seen in decades. Inflation has impacted the cost of living across our entire country, including utilities and groceries. During this time, our government has worked hard uh, to carefully monitor affordability, and we've already taken significant action, and we're going to be taking more. But with higher demand upon our food banks, we are taking even further steps as part of our government's plan to address affordability in our community. And I've been tasked with strengthening the network of food bank in our, in our province. We all know food banks are vital throughout our province in meeting the great need that we see and bringing community together. Thousands of families, seniors, and vulnerable Albertans rely on our local, local food banks when they're in times of crisis to be able to put food on their table. No Albertan should ever need to wonder where their next meal is coming from. So that is why I am pleased to be able to announce funding support for our food banks throughout this affordability crisis over the next two years. This inflationary crisis has put Albertans in dire circumstances, and they need help now. Over the next two years, we will be providing $20 million to Alberta food banks and civil society organizations across our province. This funding will allow food banks across the province to have stronger outreach and better meet the needs of the communities that they serve. Food banks and not-for-profits have always been a strong presence in any community as they show the power to mobilize community. They also are able to identify unique needs within each community to be able to address those unique needs. That is why we have decided to utilize a portion of this funding to do matching donations 
Food banks have always been good at mobilizing and involving the community and they work. There is great need and all of us have a role to play. Alberta is a strong province full of generous individuals that are eager to help their neighbors. Food banks depend on the kindness and generosity of all of us to be able to help meet the needs in our community. So that with $5 million each year being earmarked for donation matching campaigns, we believe we can help engage the broader community in the solution. We are going to be acting quickly to get these resources out to our food banks and not-for-profit partners. And now I would like to recognize and thank the Family Community Support Services Associations as well as Food Banks Alberta for their partnership in helping to get these resources out to people quickly during this time. In closing, I wanted to recommit or sorry, recommit to Alberta, Albertans that our government is taking action now to be able to address affordability challenges in our community. We recognize that this crisis has added significant amounts of stress to families. So we want to work with, uh, with you to make sure we can address those, this crisis. With that said, I'd now like to invite up Minister Jones, the Minister of Affordability, to come up and share a few words. Good morning. I'm pleased to be here at the Calgary Food Bank to join Minister Jeremy Nixon as he announces new funding to food banks and other organizations to expand critical food supports to our most vulnerable. We know that affordability is the primary challenge facing Albertans today. The cost of food and groceries has increased rapidly, putting pressure on families, particularly low-income and vulnerable Albertans. Yesterday, in her address to the province, Premier Smith announced our government's response to increased cost of living and high inflation. In addition to continued broad-based relief for all Albertans, additional affordability measures were announced which target families, seniors, and our most vulnerable. We're here today to announce one of those targeted supports for vulnerable Albertans. Food bank usage has more than doubled since prior to the pandemic. In addition, people are having difficulty volunteering or donating food to food banks as they face their own challenges making ends meet and putting food on their own tables. Albertans are counting on our government to step in and take action to ensure food is accessible when and where families need it. The $20 million in funding announced today will make a real difference in the lives of Albertan families and individuals facing crisis. And I want to thank Minister Nixon for his leadership and advocacy on this important initiative. The Ministry of Affordability and Utilities was established to deliver immediate cost of living and inflation relief, while also working across government and utilities to support long-term affordability. Today's announcement is the first in our Affordability Action Plan. Over the coming weeks, we will, we will announce details on a series of additional measures, and as we work to improve affordability and address cost of living for Albertans, we will continue to ensure that our most vulnerable are supported. Thank you, and I would now like to introduce our Arianna Scott, CEO of Food Banks Alberta. Good afternoon. Thank you, Minister Nixon and Minister Jones, for this announcement. <clears throat> I'd like to take this opportunity to extend my thanks to the Government of Alberta for acting on this urgent issue. Additional funding to, food, to the food banking network is critical to ensure that adequate access to food banks continues across this province. We represent 110 member food banks in Alberta, and are seeing, they are seeing the highest numbers of new clients in, the history, in their history. We know from this that food insecurity in Alberta is, in, is 
<clears throat> excuse me, is impacting 20% of our overall population. And this heading into the holiday season where we know that financial pressures, utilities, and other costs will only continue to climb, this funding comes at a very important time. We look forward to working with the Government of Alberta to ensure equitable access to these funds for all food banks, ensuring that food banks in communities large and small across the province have access and are able to increase their capacity to meet the surging needs of their communities. We're grateful for the hardworking volunteers and food bankers who continue to have that can-do attitude and as, as they navigate through this crisis. While this funding is welcome, um, during this time of increased need, we look forward to working in partnership with the Government of Alberta to address long-term sustainable solutions to reduce food bank use in our province. Thank you. I'll, I would like to now invite Mike Pazma, the Interim CEO and President of the Calgary Food Bank. Thank you. As a member of Food Banks Alberta, we work with a network of food banks, from the large to the small. Food banks in our province are facing demand that strains our resources, and as such, this support will be used to feed Albertans in the coming months. Thank you to the Government of Alberta for providing this support. Yesterday, over 1,100 lives were affected by food that was distributed from our food bank. That's a sobering fact. We appreciate the contributions of our community that enabled us to feed so many people. However, the unprecedented number of people who are accessing food banks in our province indicates that the problem of food insecurity has not been solved. Addressing the root causes of hunger, we as a community, food banks, social service agencies, government, and the rest of our community must come together to find solutions and enact solutions to the root causes of hunger together because no one should go hungry. I would li uh, like to pass over to Murtaza Jamali. Thank you, Mike. I'll start with a land acknowledgement that I learned from the Calgary Public Library, and I'm sure many of you have heard it before. Today, we acknowledge our Treaty 7 friends, where the Blackfoot meets at Elbows Bend. Soon came the Sutina from the Beaver Clan and the Iskia Nakoda in the Mountainlands. Last but not least, the Métis people from Region 3. Together, we are all Treaty people here in Calgary. Thank you for the introduction and allowing me a few minutes to speak. It is true that we are currently in unprecedented times as Albertans, and I applaud our provincial government for their commitment to funding food banks in their time of greatest need. It is through this partnership 
that we can deliver funds to food banks just like this one to ensure that no one goes hungry this winter. There is no debate about how critical food banks are today, but I feel a sense of optimism about how FCSS can help build a better tomorrow. Today, we face a mental health crisis that is taking the lives of those dearest to us, but tomorrow we can build supports that focus on positive solutions to the crisis and social inclusion to reinforce that even in our darkest moments, we aren't alone. Today, we rush to the aid of our brothers, sisters, parents and children in broken homes and the victims of family violence. But tomorrow, we can teach a generation about healthy relationships that will act as the glue to keep us together. Today, we respond to those living in poverty and struggling to find a place to call home. But tomorrow, through valuable social programs delivered through your local FCSS, we can shift the focus to poverty reduction and homelessness prevention. I'm honored to represent the Family and Community Support Services Association of Alberta and work hand in hand with the province to answering the call to struggling Albertans today. But tomorrow, let's shift our strengths to the power of prevention and build an Alberta where we can fill our buses with healthy, happy, and safe children instead of food. Thank you. Fantastic. Thank you, everyone. We're now going to move into a Q&A with uh, Minister Jones and Minister Nixon. Um, just a reminder, we have one question and one follow-up. Please remember to state your name and your outlet before asking your question. The microphone is right here in front of me. We'll start with a few on the, uh, on the floor and then move on to the phones. Hi there. Aaron Chu's Livewire Calgary. Uh, the funding that's coming here, when can food banks receive the checks and what program is this funding coming from? So the funding is coming through Community and Social Services, and we are currently working with um, Alberta Food Banks and uh, FCSS to figure out how we can help best get those funds out as soon as possible so they can have the biggest impact before Christmas. And do you have a follow-up? Yes. Uh, follow-up. The matching funds, is that a requirement to get the funds, or is that above and above, beyond? So what we've done is we've split out the funds, so $5 million to immediately address immediate concerns. Uh, the matching funds are... Five million as well, so two separate five million uh, over one year, and then again the next year five and five, uh, so that we can help encourage uh, broader community involvement with it. So, hi, um, I just had a follow-up question to yesterday's announcement. I don't know how much you can offer today, but interested in more details about the low-income transit pass. If there's anything you can provide about when it will be or anything like that. Yeah, at this time I can't provide too much more details. What we're doing is working with our partners um, to make sure that we're rolling out in a way that makes sense. So we need to make sure that we're collaborating, working with our municipal partners on that. So more details to come. And my follow-up question is actually for somebody with the Calgary Food Bank, maybe? Hi. Hello. Just wondering, um, we talk a lot about how this may not, it's, you know, a great investment, but doesn't really resolve it. Can you just uh, talk a bit about what exactly this will provide for you, the, the money? Right. Yeah. So the support provides a way for us to continue to feed um, hungry, in this case, Calgarians. Um, the funding is for all the the food banks in Alberta. So across the province, it'll be used to to um, feed people that are, like the minister mentioned, that are 
um, in danger of going hungry this year. Is it enough to, I know you have a lot of demand, is it enough to keep your demand? Or I don't know if maybe the provincial food bank wanted to answer that. Sorry, I know that was three. No, that's right. Um, so what we can tell you is that um, when Hunger Count came out nationally in October, um, Alberta experienced a 73% increase since 2019. Um, so it is the largest increase across the country. Um, it is also the largest increase that Alberta has ever experienced. Um, we hear from our members every day that the number of new clients coming through the door is increasing exponentially every month. Um, and it is, and that may not be true for absolutely every one of them, but the, the majority of our members continue to experience an increase month over month um, throughout this year. Fantastic. Hi, Bill Graveland from Canadian Press. I was wondering if uh, either of the ministers could comment on why now. As opposed, I, obviously, this has been a problem for a while. It's been on your radar. Why, why are we hearing the announcement now and the help? Sure. The, the, the challenge that we're facing in our community, we just heard the, the percent, it's a 73% increase uh, in food bank usage. Uh, so there is an immediate crisis. So I think that, that adds to the, the answer of why now. Uh, during the pandemic, there was also a crisis. Uh, so this isn't new. We actually recently um, put $6 million into food banks then. And uh, we're building on that because uh, we did see success, especially working with uh, our FCSS partners in regards to distributing funds quickly throughout the pandemic and throughout a crisis. So uh, this is building off of what we already did. And to follow up, uh, $20 million, I believe uh, Ariana said 110 food banks. How does it break down on per? Well, my math, my math skills aren't the best, so I'm not going to try and divide, divide that at this point. Um, but, but I mean, is, is it going to be one of those things where it depends on the size of the food bank, uh, I mean, or do we, they all get equal? Well, this is, this is, again, why we want to work with our partners with Alberta Food Banks and the FCSS into breaking down where the need is across the province. They're the ones that are intimately aware of the needs within their communities and uh, who the right partners are to work with. So, Fantastic. We'll move on to the phones. Can we... Oh, just one more. Yeah, we got one more on the floor. Sorry, just late entry, uh, Nick with City News. Uh, just one quick question, Mr. Nixon. There's a lot of relief for families out there coming in, people on age programs and so on, and, and seniors. Uh, but a lot of clientele that do come through these doors are single people because they just don't, they don't quite fit the senior. They don't quite, they're not on age, but they're not a family either. So is there anything uh, that's going to be maybe coming down the pipe for people that are single that don't fit into those categories? Sure, I'm going to let the affordability minister take that. Yeah, great question. Um, yesterday's announcement uh, with the, with the implementation of the uh, Inflation Relief Act, uh, all Albertans, Alberta households will be eligible for up to $500 in electricity rebates. All Albertans are saving, uh, will be saving 13 cents per liter every time they fill up uh, for gas or diesel from January to June. And uh, all Albertans are also going to see reductions in personal income tax or increased uh, uh, index brackets. And, um, and they're also going to experience uh, natural gas price protection to protect them from spikes in heating their homes during the winter. So there is continued broad-based relief for all Albertans as we roll out additional targeted supports to where they're needed most. And that's families who have uh, multiple of mouths to feed, who are feeling the inflation pinch, but at a multiple. Uh, seniors who are on fixed incomes, uh, obviously inflation is cutting into their budgets. And disabled Albertans who generally earn less and are also on fixed incomes. 
Wonderful. So we'll move to our phones now. Um, operator, can you put through our first caller? Kyle Moore, Kix FM. Uh, hi there. Uh, <clears throat> my first uh, question is for uh, Minister Nixon. Now, certainly uh, with the food banks out there, you know, costs for food are certainly a little higher up here in sort of the rural areas, you know, just because of distance and what other things. How big will this uh, sort of announcement today really help sort of the food banks and some of the more uh, rural areas of the province? Yeah, it would be our expectation that it's going to be uh, helpful for our rural food banks as well as our urban food banks. Um, again, that's uh, $10 million this year, $10 million next year. Uh, with the matching funds, we're hoping to see that leverage to be $15 million this, this year, $15 million next year. And uh, that will be distributed across the province, including to our rural communities, to help meet the needs there. And Kyle, do you have a follow-up? Uh, yeah, as a kind of a follow-up to that, uh, now you mentioned you'd probably, you know, kind of working with your partners here to sort of determine, like, uh, what uh, sort of communities sort of need, uh, maybe a little more than others. So will, again, sort of kind of, will, will this, again, with the comes to, like, uh, rural communities, again, with the sort of higher cost of food uh, and whatnot of those things, so will, will that will that be sort of a factor that's sort of, sort of taken into account when uh, distributing this money here? Yeah, I believe that that should be taken into consideration uh, as we look at rolling this out to making sure that we're meeting needs across the province. Wonderful. And operator, can you put through caller number two? Michelle Belfontaine, CBC. Uh, yeah, um, I'd like to follow up on a question from earlier uh, from Minister Jones. Um, you, you pointed to other um, measures um, to help people, single people in Alberta, um, that would not qualify for, say, the $100 or, well, I guess it's $600 over six months. But, but I'm wondering, you know, the, the people, people are working, you know, maybe working one full-time job at very low pay or maybe even a couple or several part-time low-wage jobs, and they're not on social programs. So I just wonder if you can explain to me why these people are not, uh, you know, not worthy or eligible for those benefits. Yet you say that people with families are. So I just, I just wonder if I could just understand that a little bit better. Thank you for the question. Again, all Albertans, or the significant majority of Albertans, are eligible for significant supports. With the Inflation Relief Act, if it's passed, uh, all Albertan households will be eligible for up to $500 in electricity rebates. If you take the annual uh, savings from the fuel tax relief, uh, that'll push that to, for an average household to over $600 for for almost the, all Alberta households. Uh, they will also continue to benefit from uh, uh, natural gas uh, price protection, so that if the price goes above six fifty a gigajoule, they'll receive a rebate on their bill. And again, we're retroactively uh, indexing uh, income tax, so they should see uh, greater rebates come tax time. So again, significant broad-based relief to the vast majority of Albertans, and then, as the inflation and cost of living situation persists, we must target additional supports to where they're needed most. And uh, seniors and disabled Albertans and families with a large number of dependents uh, would seem to be uh, worthy recipients of additional targeted supports. And did you have a follow-up, Michelle? Uh, yeah, I have a question for one of the food bank uh, individuals. What effect is the de-index, de-indexing of social benefits uh, like A-Shift Income Support in 2019 have on your numbers of clients? Sorry, can I get you to repeat that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, of course, uh, you know, the social benefits are being re-indexed, but they were de-indexed in 2019. So I'm wondering, uh, what effect 
did uh, de-indexing of, of benefits like Asian seniors benefits in 2019 have on the numbers of food bank uh, um, recipients or, or clients, I guess I should say. So I can't speak specifically to whether de-indexing those benefits um, directly correlated to the uh, number of people using food banks. All I can speak to is the number of people using food, food banks. And we did in the um, 2021 and the 2022 um, hunger count in Alberta see that the most significant increases, especially for rural food banks, were people living on fixed incomes such as pensions, um, provincial disability, AISH, um, PDD, and, and um, incomes like that. Operator, can you put through our second last caller, please? Josh Aldridge, Calgary Herald. Uh, thank you. Uh, this, this question is for Minister Jones. Uh, I, I was wondering if you could enlighten us. How did the province arrive at the $180,000 threshold for funding for families with children uh, for the $600 over six months per child? Uh, why $180,000? Uh, people with that saying $180,000 for a household income. Uh, they probably can survive the inflation hikes better than uh, some families or individuals who are living under the poverty line without uh, without uh, receiving the benefits that some of those other families are. Uh, thank you for the question. The 180,000 is the same uh, the same income threshold that we utilized for determining childcare subsidies. Uh, so that is why that number was used. And do you have a follow-up? Yeah, uh, the Premier laid out uh, the start date for some of these measures, like the uh, re-indexing and uh, some of these and the, the uh, rebates uh, for consumer electricity bills. But can you uh, let us know when some of these other programs, like the $600 over six months, will be rolled out? Uh, what, when, when can people start to expect to see those? And where's the money specifically for those programs coming from? Uh, the intention is to roll out these support uh, relief payments uh, uh, next year, uh, hopefully in January. And um, it's, uh, the intent, again, is to roll them out monthly to assist families with budgeting so that they can have greater peace of mind that they're, that they're going to have some, some buffers to the high cost of living and inflation they're experiencing on a monthly basis on a sustained term. And then that will also give our government a chance to reassess the cost of living and an inflation situation over those six months to determine next steps. And operator, can you put through our last caller, please? Chris Kahn, Global. Uh, my question for Minister Jones: uh, You talked about single people and just the supports that are available, but what do you say to those that are that are frustrated that are saying that that's not enough and they feel left out? Uh, well, again, with the with, with the implementation of the Inflation Relief Act. Uh, the vast majority of Albertans will be eligible for up to $500 in electricity rebates and even more when you combine the fuel tax relief, natural gas price protection, and changes to the income tax. And when you compare that to comparative provinces, that is significant relief that we're providing. And I think we would all agree that as the cost of living and uh, inflation crisis persists, we must target additional supports to where it is needed most. And uh, vulnerable, vulnerable, disabled Albertans, seniors, and families who are being hit particularly hard by the cost of living and inflation crisis uh, will need additional support. And a follow-up. Yeah, my follow-up. And just, this is just regards to yesterday's announcement. What do you say to those uh, who say this is vote-buying? 
I would say there either is a cost of living and inflation crisis or there isn't. And Albertans are certainly feeling it. And the next question becomes, should the government respond to address the real needs of Albertans now or wait for seven months? And I'm not, gonna, I'm not prepared to tell families to wait to feed their families or to get to work. Uh, we're going we're gonna to stand behind them and we're going to support them. And we've been financially disciplined for three years so that we are, in a, we are in a position to do so. And I think it's important that we support Albertans uh, in their time of greatest need. Fantastic. Thank you, everyone. That wraps up our time for uh, today's announcement. Please, uh, can we have the speakers up at the front for a group picture, please?